yesterday, it was confirmed that what they're calling a retired federal agent, we, we almost have to assume that they're telling the truth about him being retired, but that a retired federal agent was in close communication with the white supremacist terrorist in Buffalo that shot and killed 10 people, 10 African-Americans at a grocery store in East Buffalo. And that he was also one of six people that was notified in advance of the plans and failed to tell anybody. I want to unpack and explain what's happening here. Again, how this was a catastrophic failure on the part of the United States on so many different levels. And a lot of people are responsible for those dead men and women in Buffalo. Let's unpack and explain it. Love you all. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. America is such a violent place that while you are grieving and have not yet even buried all of the victims from Buffalo, something else horrible and tragic comes and interrupts all of society. And so while all of us, and particularly myself, while I was focusing all of my effort and energy on assisting people in Buffalo and thinking through how to prevent anything like that from ever happening again. While that was my focus and the focus of many of us, something horrible, unthinkable happened. And when I say unthinkable, I don't mean to say that it's not a regular occurrence in America, but just something beyond the pale. And we now have 19 children who were shot and killed in Uvalde, Texas. And so it becomes difficult to focus and support Buffalo while also trying to focus and support Uvalde. And in between the shooting in Buffalo and the shooting in Uvalde, 20 people were shot and killed by police across the country. And those families also are in desperate need of support. And this country is just a horribly violent place. You know, I've said for years that this place is like the wild, wild west where, I mean, we have tens of thousands of Americans that are shot and killed every year. Some countries literally have less than 100. You know, like gun violence is rare in most of the developed world, but not here. And mass shootings and school shootings are extremely rare around the world, but continue to be very regular and consistent here. But what we learned yesterday was that in Buffalo, the white supremacist terrorist who traveled a few hundred miles from his home to study East Buffalo to figure out a soft target that he could go in and shoot and kill as many African-Americans as possible which landed him at the grocery store, the only grocery store for miles in the predominantly black community of East Buffalo. 
What we've now learned is that he was in close communication with at least six people, maybe more, for weeks and months, and that they were sharing white supremacist ideology, thoughts, ideas, concepts with each other, and that one of them was what they are calling a retired federal agent from Texas. And I have so many questions. Where did they meet each other? How did they communicate with each other? How often were they communicating with each other? What other methods might they have been using to communicate with one another? And what's clear to me is this. Again, because this country so devalues black lives, even though we know, and the Department of Homeland Security has said year after year after year, that the single greatest threat to the safety and security of America is white supremacy and white supremacists, they're not monitoring them. They're not interrupting and stopping these communications. So these bigots were in open communication with each other, including a retired federal agent. What support did he give this man? What support did the retired, so-called retired federal agent give this white supremacist shooter? What advice did he provide? What encouragement did he provide? And here's what I know. Here is what I know to be true. If these people were anything other than white, the shooter and anybody who was communicating with and supporting him would be in an underground jail somewhere being interrogated and waterboarded and tortured and and maybe would never see the light of day again. But this country, on the city level, county level, state level, and federal level, allows white supremacy and white supremacists to grow and flourish until they attack. Doesn't matter if they attack the Capitol. Doesn't matter if they plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Doesn't matter if they shoot up black folk at a church or a grocery store. It appears that almost nobody is in place to interrupt and stop these things in huge part because their whiteness is a hedge of protection for them. We can't let go of what happened in Buffalo, and we will continue to push in every way. Please, as soon as you can, join me at thegreatestthreat.com. Go to thegreatestthreat.com, become a part of our team there, as we figure out smart ways to fight white supremacy together. Love and appreciate all of you. What an amazingly hard time we have had and we are in in this country. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. 
So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Yeah.